3: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh and two door cinema club.
4: It's 215 AM at a Serbian nightclub, and you're listening to Night Call Hello and welcome to Night Call, a call-in show about our dystopian reality. My name is Emily Oshita. I am on the line with Molly Lambert and Tess Lynch. Later on, we're going to be joined by Joan Ford to talk about Halloween, fall, and uh, why fall starts on July 5th. So stay tuned for that. We had a night call we want to kick things off with. We have been talking actually now for the past few weeks about AI, about their consciousness slash lack of consciousness and the possibility of it ever existing. So we got a fun little call about that.
5: Hi, Michael. Uh, First-time caller from Kentucky. Um, I just wanted to throw in that when you were talking about AI and uh, the idea of making it self-conscious, and then somebody's bringing up making... The AI is, like, democratic or whatever or have to come to a consensus, and it just made me think of um, Evangelion and, if I remember correctly, uh, the supercomputers in that show, they have three of them, and they have to come to, like, a consensus before they, like, act or follow orders or whatever, and I think there are times throughout the show that... The computers actually, like, don't necessarily do what they want because the decision the computers come to might be, like, you know, differently aligned or intended than, like, the initial order that the people operating, like, put in or whatever. But anyway, love the podcast. Uh, Have a great day. Thanks. Bye.
4: Thank you for the call. Thanks for bringing Eva into it. Uh... Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to hear about the Magi system? Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> let's let's default to Evangelion expert Emily. Um, so th- it's such a it's such a wild idea, and I think maybe subconsciously I was thinking of this when I talked about like the AI coming to a consensus because in the show there's the 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 system is called the Magi system, and so they have it for this the the the, sen- the the main base that most of the stuff in the show takes place and like you would think okay so they made like three supercomputers and they like you know they're basically like setting up for uh, like a fail safe in case one of the supercomputers goes wonky or whatever so you have to have this consensus between the three of them about any decisions that are made it's basically this thing that replaces like a congress for this um this sort of militarized sub-community uh but the this is the thing that's like silly about it is that the computers are have been uploaded with the personality of one woman, just three different facets of her personality. Um, it's like one of the characters, mom's, and um, one is her as a scientist, one is her as a mother, and one is her as a woman. And <laughs> so all of the decisions from this like military organization are made by the scientist, the mother, and the woman of dr naoko akagi uh and it's it it, yeah it gets hacked at one point it's a pretty good episode um it's just very it's it's sort of funny it's like it's one of these things that like you're you're with it as like a sci-fi like a just pure like hard sci-fi concept until you're like wait what why would they let anybody (laughs) do that (laughs) and also like it's Again, like the reason this doesn't exist in real life is like it depends on this technology that we don't have and that I don't think we'll ever have, where you can like sync with a machine and like imprint your personality on it. Um, so, we, so wait, the
6: in the in the wiki that you sent us for this, there are also there are different branches that also have the tri- trios of Moggy computers too.
4: Yeah, so every every all these different bases have their their system, their trio of computers. So it's the same principle, but they could be imprinted with different personalities. We don't know necessarily. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this
7: has become a podcast where Emily just explains Evangelion. Yes. Oh, no, that
4: is a different podcast that I <laughs> need to get paid money for. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... Yeah, it's like a funny... It's a funny AI idea. I'm, I'm like a... I like... To just be a connoisseur of AI ideas in science fiction even if they're completely not like practical or um feasible at all. Did you guys ever watch the show
7: Out of This World? Oh yeah. It was a sitcom from the 80s where a girl's dead father, I believe, was
6: in like a crystal. I yeah, was it her father? It was I, that show was crazy town. It was and a she sitcom would, like, ask yeah. advice yeah you know
7: there were just like a lot of weird high concept sitcoms, sitcoms in the 80s yeah. the elf people, era yeah the cocaine era yeah
4: um
7: but she yeah. was an alien in that one she was an alien but she communicated with her father through like a crystal wow yeah um, it was like
6: an and it was and i'm looking it up right now it was the NBC Primetime. there yeah. there were wow. a
7: lot of sitcoms that have plot lines that sound like anime. There is also Small Wonder, which is like, oh yeah,
4: Small Wonder is a total yeah. anime. The,
6: yeah. robot Wait. girl. Just to just to be the clarifier on Out of This World, it was a girl named Evie who discovers on her 13th birthday that her father, Troy, is an alien. I'm reading this from Wikipedia from the planet Antares Prime in the Scorpio galaxy. Her half alien heritage gives her superhuman abilities. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah. Her name is Evie. Evie. I know. Eve-
4: a- Evangelion. Mm hmm. <laughs> the cover out on the IMDb page looks so janky. It's incredible. <laughs> um, I watched the shit out of that show. Oh, me it was too. a good show. Well, <laughs> Burt Reynolds was on it? Wait.
6: <laughs> I don't Speak, remember
7: that. Speaking of um, parental conflicts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I really wanted to bring to the Night Call table, to the Red Table Talk, the story of Jordan Peterson and his daughter.
4: Oh that my God! Michaela been, Peterson.
7: Michaela Peterson, which has been an ongoing saga for the last year, but uh, new new stuff has happened. Um, Jordan Peterson is a Canadian, EVO psych, dark
4: web intellectual guy. who Is he still like on like the faculty at University of Toronto? I'm not sure. He's on sick leave now, That he's in a a coma or whatever. We'll get to that. (laughs) So
7: Jordan Peterson, um, he sucks. He sucks as an Mm. author, but he got kind of popular because along with a bunch of these other kind of, you know, hyper masculine grifter men who were just like, here's how you... Conquer society by becoming powerful.
4: Well, he's like this guy who really is like clung to this idea of the masculine as being order and the feminine as being cha- like inherently chaotic, which is just like a really, really rickety road to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he trips over lots of stupid ideas on his way down that road
7: but a lot of people like just listening to somebody who's like i know everything here's everything
4: um so he doesn't come off as crazy that's the thing about him well
7: that's the intellectual dark web thing it's like you're saying fucked up shit but you're saying it in a suit so he's like you sound like like,
4: a professor Mm -hmm.
7: yeah but he's like a transphobe he Mm -hmm. is just like a misogynist he generally just kind of sucks
6: He he got in big trouble like I remember I first became aware of him because he was really insistently refusing to use people's correct pronouns and there was a a big kind of dust up over that that's when I first heard of him but yeah he's Mm -hmm. like a contrarian uh, and and. Now yeah. he is trapped in a really very strange situation. So let's by get into a woman, that. <laughs> no less. <laughs> so so
7: last fall, I think the last time he did like a public event was last fall. He did like a town hall with Zizek, with Slavoj uh-huh. Zizek, sure. in um, Canada. After that, he had some kind of an injury that he got put on benzos for the injury. Then he got addicted to benzos. And then he was in a uh, treatment center for the benzos that, it turned out, was in Russia um, and that his daughter had taken him there.
4: So let's talk about his daughter. Let's talk about Michaela Peterson. Yes. So Michaela Peterson was apparently the first of them to get on this all-meat diet thing. Is that correct? Like, she was the initiator of this.
6: Yeah, I think the all-meat
4: diet is her
7: thing.
6: She claims that she had been plagued by a lot of different health problems starting in childhood, like rheumatoid arthritis, and that her unorthodox approach to fixing those things was to only eat meat, salt, and water, I think, at one point. I think there's some leeway, like people have made allusions to a vegetable here or there, uh, but she claimed that when she started eating the all-meat diet, all of her problems miraculously disappeared, all of her health issues. Sure.
7: And then she put out a book with her dad, where she's wearing a bikini on the
4: front, and he's like, looks much smaller than her. He's like half the size, and it's like this very. It looks like a shitty phone pic that was taken without him knowing, and maybe like with the zoom on, so it's really blurry. And he just looks sad, and he's in a towel, and he's like half her size. Um, it's pretty incredible. I, some people in the the comments on this thread that was done by at rational dis uh, rational disconnect on on Twitter. They were like, uh, that's a fake cover, right? Like, that's a goof. But no, that's apparently the actual design. That's a real cover. And then
7: I looked a little bit at some of her photos because people would be like, you must have scurvy from (laughs) not eating any vegetables. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, check it out. My body's falling apart from scurvy. And it'll just be like a hot bikini photo. Post another bikini pic, yeah. So this thread by Rational Dis um, alerted us to some new developments in the Jordan Peterson saga. Yeah. Which Um, are that apparently the cold turkey benzo withdrawal thing that Jordan Peterson went to Russia to do was suggested by his daughter's boyfriend, who is a Russian guy that... I think he's a Russian guy
4: that she met who is a Stalinist and... Believes he's been um, possessed by a demon.
6: Named also Igor.
4: Named Igor. Yeah, important. Um. <laughs> so that guy apparently said, you
7: know, we have to go to Russia to do this treatment that they won't do in America because it's too state of the art. Turns out that treatment was our favorite thing from Valley of the Dolls. The Sleep medically... cure.
4: <laughs> medically induced coma. Which was like medically induced wait the benzos didn't have anything to do with the the coma the coma was
7: to get you off the
4: benzos yeah
7: yeah put you in a coma and then you withdraw but you're in a coma while you withdraw so you don't like feel the effects but then when he came out of the coma there was a rumor that maybe he had some brain damage from being put into a coma
4: yeah being put into a coma at a Russian clinic that's doing a procedure that apparently they're not allowed to do in the US I could see how you could come out of that with a little bit of brain damage Yeah. Um, so now the Petersons are in Serbia where mm-hmm. they Michaela's living it up We're in the clubs <laughs> she's so like she has a new man in her life yeah so Michaela had a baby with the guy
7: possessed by Igor mm-hmm. but now she's dating a different guy I think a Serbian guy
4: who I'm not sure if it was this guy or the Russian guy that people were like, I think he's a human trafficker. Yeah. He seems like a legitimate sociopath. Um, What's his name? Andrew Tate. The, the, the it's on the thread. It describes him as a misogynist pickup artist and webcam pimp who runs a scam website and thinks that quote, depression doesn't exist. So these are people that are all kind of like, you know, it it follows logic that they all ended up in the same. um, Yeah. I can see what they're
6: (laughs) sitting around talking about for sure.
7: <laughs> Who scams the scammers is the question that this answers. Um so Michaela posted that her father Jordan Peterson now has covid and that she had had it before
6: and so mm-hmm. she probably gave it to him.
4: Yeah, because she's and that, just been going out clubbing with this guy. But
6: also guy. didn't Didn't she imply that her daughter got it from a playground because there were videos of Michaela like at the club with no mass being like, there's no mass at this club. Just how I like it. I'm not scared of COVID. And then she was like, oops. But I think at one point she mentioned that she thought her daughter picked it up at a playground after being like, we've been careful, which was clearly not true. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then passed it on to Jordan. Yeah. uh
4: Yeah. And, you know, has been really making a point of like, oh, I was a little stuffed up. Like, here's a selfie of me when I had Corona. I look fine. Like, this is only killing unhealthy people. Oops, did I say that? Uh, That kind of attitude in in her post. So... um, Yeah, super, super, as I said before we started recording, super team no one here. Uh, Yeah, the post (laughs) that got everybody sort of
7: like, what about this? Is that she was like, okay, my dad's in a Serbian hospital. He's got coronavirus now. Nobody's seen him in a year also. Yeah. And then she's like, here I am at the club. And then just a video of her clubbing in Serbia
4: at a club where they're playing the Numa Numa song. Yeah. Um, Which
6: just it's it would be like perfect if it wasn't so horrifying (laughs) here's a footnote to this story that i enjoyed for it being very bizarre which is um jordan peterson was on a podcast may have been joe rogan i'm not sure but he was he said that he had been on the all meat diet and uh that it was doing really tremendous things for him and then he he went off the diet like he he actually he had a glass of um, apple cider was what he had and he said you know apparently I have a sensitivity to sulfites and that's one of the things I've learned by doing this diet so I had a glass of apple cider and then he said it sent him into the the worst panic of his life like he was completely like paralyzed by it and he said he had never felt such a sense of impending doom as after he had had the The cup of apple cider cider. (laughs) and i was like that's one of those things from a story that like i know no matter what i forget in my life i will carry (laughs) that with me until i die
7: (laughs) it sounds like he probably just had a panic attack because he hadn't had apple cider in so long
6: (laughs) i mean it i don't know it could be like i i have a sulfite allergy um but it doesn't show up like that but yeah, i could also like see headaches that, and stuff yeah usually. like migraines and things like that but um i also think that if you are on a very very restricted diet for an extended period of time it will really give you like a psychological condition where it's fear of food you know fear of like toxins and stuff
4: yeah it seems like an all-meat diet it's like i think we talked I, maybe we've had a, a cannibalism discussion on this podcast before but like the the um, what's it, the organism that um, can infect your brain from? Oh, prion. prion. Yeah, prions. Like, I feel like there's there has to be some kind of version, like some kind of version of that that happens from just adopting a 100% carnivorous diet. Like, we're not carnivores. Like, and cosplaying as a carnivore will not make it so. A lot of this stuff too
7: seems like also like marketing eating disorders to men. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Under a different name. You know, a lot of the Joe Rogan stuff, too, that's just about like maxing out your capacities for health. But it's really like
4: take all these supplements and don't eat real meals. Well, she also was um, like totally scamming on her own, too, because she was promoting this diet and then like had a website where it was the website for the diet and you had to pay a membership fee for it. But apparently there wasn't anything that you were actually paying for. You were just paying to like have access to a message board where you could talk to other people who are probably melting down from only eating meat. So you have a support it, group. It was like $600 a year. Or something. Yeah. It was, it was something insane expensive. like that. Uh, so everybody's scamming everybody. here. <laughs> yeah. So
7: the conspiracy about this is that Jordan Peterson himself has not really been communicating, except through Michaela. Um, All of his missives for the past year or so have come through her. And she's like, here's what my dad's up to. And for Jordan Peterson, who obviously was a talkative dude before, people thought that seemed a little off. She released a podcast pretty recently in June. That was her talking to her dad, where they are shot in a way that they're never in frame together. (laughs) So there's video of him, but people are like, you can't tell when this video is from. It could really be from any time. It could be from 2019 oh, because weird. he doesn't say anything specific to the circumstances of now. He talks about how he got like sick, but people think maybe that she like spliced together old footage with new footage of herself to make this podcast, to make it seem like her father is doing fine, but... Some people think that she's running kind of, somebody said it was like phantom thread with
4: um yeah. supplements. Or it's some kind of like um like Munchausen's thing or something. Uh yeah. somebody in the somebody in the comments commented about how like this is just like a twenty-first century gothic novel. Like it's a poisoning yes, plot. Totally. It's very, very goth <laughs> well somebody.
7: also it's like either her baby daddy or her boyfriend is in charge of the jordan peterson company in some way like helping to run the company now so oh yeah there's a conspiracy that jordan peterson is either dead or still in some kind of a incapacitated state from being put into a medically induced coma and then having covid it's pretty interesting. Do you believe yeah. it? I mean, I don't know. I think these people are all such scammers. I
4: can't tell if anyone's telling the truth. So these people are like living on the fringes of how you should treat your body,
1: mm-hmm. like
4: in both in terms of like, pr- like Corona and diet and everything. Like, I just feel like I have no way of knowing. Whether Jordan Peterson is alive or not, because he's like he does is not dealing with a set of factors that I have any um, experience with or relation to. (laughs) Like it's it's so outer space. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Here's
6: another question. Do you think that Michaela? actually only eats meat or do you think that she cooked up this idea to sell to people but that that's not something she would even do
7: i think that's very possible because a lot of the really strict diet people on youtube get caught like eating like there's you know the vegans always get caught eating like a cheeseburger um the banana diet lady
4: who's like all you have to eat is bananas is she drinking alcohol like was, was she seen with a drink in her hand Looked like she was drinking alcohol at the She's Numa, also, like, Numa Club. like, smoking
6: cigars. Like, I I think that the whole thing, the whole, like, marketing aspect of the all-meat diet is that it allows for drinking and smoking cigars because it's, like, an alpha man Yeah, di- It's yeah. a power yeah. diet, you know?
7: Right. You
6: There's need those whole- carcinogens and whatnot, yeah. yeah.
7: Right, and if you become an alpha male, then, like, you're impervious to things that would affect regular people right, acor- yeah.
6: according to the logic of this. You become like a Keith Richards of meat. Like. Um, s- speaking of all this, I want I'm curious if any of our listeners have done any super super crazy diets like this and if you have, will you please let us know at 240406 night. It also reminds me of when people were doing the Atkins diet. To- yeah, exactly.
4: Well, yeah, and people got the interpretation of what was Atkins diet is so easy. Like when when you're like, oh, all meat is fine, so have as much meat as possible. Like that's not even the same. Like it's so easily uh, turned into something super super unhealthy, even if the principle itself starts off being somewhat sound. Because that's the thing is like people are like, oh, I'm on the Atkins diet, so here's my. Cob salad with like a pound of bacon on it and like four eggs and, <laughs> um, and no carbs.
6: I also think that if you're a contrarian um, like Jordan Peterson's daughter, who is who takes after her father, seemingly in that way, it's a it's like a political thing to recommend that people only eat meat when that's clearly terrible for the environment yeah. and contentious.
7: Oh, yeah. And anything that they're like, oh, they're telling you this is bad for you, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's actually, they don't want you to have it because it makes you superhuman.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And when you are hallucinating or, like, unable to sleep for 25 days or whatever and triggered by a cup of apple cider, it's like, that's because you're on a new plane. And that's the way all humans will be eventually someday. (laughs) Like, that's our our peak performance level. I will
7: say... Weirdly enough that this story does seem to uh demonstrate some truth to the
4: women are are the element of chaos
6: theory. A little bit.
4: Well, like maybe she just spent her life like she grew up having that idea ideolo- the ideology if not like directly fed to her like definitely in the air. So it's sort of like if your dad has been saying the entire time you're growing up like you are an agent of chaos you got to grow up to become an agent of chaos. <laughs> Fulfill it.
6: Yeah. yeah,
7: I mean it's kind of amazing that this guy who like promoted himself as the you know the intellectual alpha male has been like outgamed by his daughter. Yeah, which is very like Game of Thrones or something. It's yeah. very Shakespearean that she's in
4: charge. She's the alpha. Clearly, I think there's this unsettling part of the story. That's just like, we don't, we have no idea what happened to him. And I feel like that's the way a lot of stories are right now in the news. Like, this is just on a more personal level, but there's so much stuff where it's like, that just went away and we have no idea where it was, like everything happening with the, with the post office. It's like, there's no longer an expectation that we'll ever know what happened to Jordan Peterson. Like, he, this could just be the end he got yep. dissolved in something um, are you saying that they're putting the mailboxes in
7: a medically induced coma <laughs> i've essentially yes <laughs> i think we all know what's going on here it's also yeah there's a lot of people right now where they'll have some kind of a social media presence or they'll tweet something every once in a while like the herman kane thing this week where herman kane tweeted from beyond the grave um oh, yeah. That even if people are like communicating, you're like, I don't actually have any idea. Yep. Yeah, that turned out to be his his daughter. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The next day it was like the Herman Cain Foundation. And it was like, this is Herman Cain's family and we will be like taking over this account from now on. But they clearly did it to be like, you know, yeah, they got attention. To be, like, boo. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have a little boo for you, because it's Halloween, you guys. Halloween. Uh, get excited. Spooky time.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
8: Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
7: Welcome back to Nightcall. Call. We are joined today by a very exciting special guest, Joan Ford. Joan Ford is a writer and performer. She has written for shows like DC Superhero Girls, Thundercats Roar, and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. She's also half of the comedy duo Red and Yellow with Kate Raft and the host of Fall Talk, a talk show on Twitch about fall. Welcome,
4: Joan, to Nightcall. Call. Hi, hey, Nightcall. Call. Thank you for having
0: me. It's nice. It's, thank you.
4: Welcome, welcome. Happy to um, be here. Yeah, and happy fall. Happy fall,
0: yes. (laughs) It's finally here. Yeah, it's it's always here. It's always with us in one way or another. So happy, like happy fall.
4: Well, there was a fire that started like what, like up north of LA recently. So that means it's fall now, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, fires! Fires in all shapes and sizes are definitely fall. Yeah,
4: (laughs) it's like a toasty bonfire that you you know, like a a toasty bonfire. bonfire.
0: Or a, like a, a, a wildfire. Both very, both have very fall
4: vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just brown. The color brown in general. Mm-hmm. My
7: feeling is that I, there are two summers. There's summer one, which lasts until September. And then there's summer two, which should be fall. But here it is summer two. So that's the time that I start fully dissociating uh, and pretending it's fall. But... This year things have been so crazy. Why not just start fall now?
0: That's what I mean. That's kind of what I've been I've been saying. That's kind of a lot of uh, the the show that I've been uh, kind of doing on Twitch called Fall Talk uh, with Kate Raft um, now um, has kind of all revolved around the idea of yeah you know it's it's. It, at this point, it could it, it, we could be existing in any time in any place right now. You can't really tell. So, like, why not just make it the best season of the year all year round? So it's so like it's fall right now. Why not?
4: Hundred percent. I just have like I I take a kind of um, maybe not aesthetic, but more just sort of like sensual issue with the fall, the early fall team because I want to be with you guys. But mm-hmm. like fall just sounds so dry. To me, right now, Emily I and I are
6: the resident fall contrarians. Like, oh no, I, yeah. yeah. But I, you know, Kate. When we um, had Kate on the show a while ago, she she made me reconsider fall. And hearing your excitement, I'm also like, I want to, I want to love fall.
0: Yeah, i i, I understand I understand there are uh, like dry dry elements of fall, but I think they're all like so lovely. Like like when you, especially like you know, I understand that it can be hard to get into the the fall mindset where we are, but like. Th- I don't know if, if any of you are East coasters, but, or ever were, but thinking back to those, like, like, is there any, like, I can't think of like anything more lovely than like, you know, walking through like a, like, you know, a a field of like freshly fallen, like leaves, like crunchy under your feet. Like that's just like the best sound and the best feeling on like a, like nice crisp autumn day or crisp autumn afternoon.
4: I just think it's so heavily contextual. Like, I grew up in Iowa, which has about the most classic fall you could ask for, and it was beautiful. I loved it so much. But I, even even knowing that that is like a positive, it, it was my favorite season at the time. Also, my birthday is in fall, so I like had positive feelings about fall. But I think in California, especially when it's like September in California, usually the hottest season of yes. the year, or the hottest month of the year. Even knowing and remembering, having that sense memory of fall in Iowa, it's still like I can't put the two together. I can't. They're like two ends that have like opposite connectors.
0: There are are places you can go. There are things you can do. Maybe a little harder this year. But there are definitely, yes, just like you know on a whole on a whole it may be hard to get to like hit that fall mode in um in la but like i think there are definitely like la places you can hit up that like will really put you in that fall mode yeah like maybe like like really getting to that hardcore fall mode like takes a little more work where we are but i think it's worth it where do you think we should go to get in fall mode joan okay well first like I think like the most o- easiest and most obvious is just go to a- go to Target go to any Target they have they always have such a like wonderful array of of fall items whatever whatever your price budget is like you can like anything as like small sc- scale as like a like $10 t-shirt with a little ghost on it that says like I'm just here for the booze till like they're uh, oh and the ghost is holding like a little gl- a glass of wine by the way and uh, or like you know you can you can invest in like full fall decor for from um for your house like so like target so easy there's probably one near you for like target is like 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 start of fall headquarters um then you can go to what I the there's the um you can do this like also, you can do this 24 hour like uh, 24/7 365 days a year hit up the what I call the Halloween strip in Burbank there is a strip of like just Halloween or like oh, yeah. related stores in Burbank which is like my favorite place on earth. I, like, I see, I honestly go to hang out there all the time. There's, like, a strip of, like, three, like, Halloween stores that are owned by the same company. They have, it's, like, the costume store, the just, like, memorabilia and decor store, and then there's also, like, the just, like, for kids store. Um, so, like, honestly, like, just the decor, just the Halloween decor store, uh, I think they're all called <laughs> Halloween Town. Go there if you want to get it. Like, it's, it's like it's like your dream of what, like in a mo- in a, like in a Halloween movie or like in the Halloween episode of Buffy, when it's like, we're going to like the costume store and it's like very magical and big and like they have anything you could want. That's what it feels like. And then there's also like, um, what is it? Um, mystic, um, Oh gosh, what's the? Na- I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name of the store. Mystic Museum, Mystic Museum, which is also very like witchy and Halloweeny. There's a bunch of other like horror theme stores. So go to hit up the. Uh, it's I think it's on Magnolia. Hit up the hit up the Bur- hit up the Halloween strip in Burbank.
7: Yeah, Burbank is the Halloween capital year round of yes. L.A. I went to that Halloween store that you're talking about for the first time last year, and I think I went on a really hot day when I was just like, Ugh, I want it to be fall. But it's 100 degrees. Yeah. And when you go in that store, it's like the windows are blacked out so that when you go in, it's like dark and cool and they're playing Halloween music and there's like horror fog and there's a whole fake little graveyard with ghosts hanging all over. It was just like the most delightful experience. <laughs>
0: You know, it's where you're gonna go in and start your like Halloween adventure. You're gonna get like a book or so. You're gonna get a book or a spell or something. It's gonna start you on your adventure to like fight like you know, save. Hol- you're gonna save Halloween. That's like where you're the start of your like save Halloween from like the evil mayor adventure.
6: Well, speaking <laughs> of saving Halloween, this is my concern: is that Halloween will probably be like canceled i mean we we can't even i don't even know if we can go to the halloween stores and i do love halloween so how are we gonna make how's COVID halloween gonna go how are we gonna make it good
0: um well here's like something i uh, something i love about halloween and i think um actually makes it a very like adaptable holiday for Mm -hmm. the circumstances we're in right now is that i feel Mm -hmm. that like Halloween I feel Halloween is the most like adaptable holiday there is no like wrong way to do Halloween it's not like I feel like every other holiday like has these like kind of like requirements these like requirements that are thrust upon you whether it's like you have to be with family for like the winter holidays or Thanksgiving or or you have to travel or whatever um I feel like Halloween can really be whatever your heart wants it to be, whether, and like, like your Halloween, which is like, Hey, I'm going to go like, you know, I'm going to have like a, a, like a cider party in my backyard. We're going to like drink, we're going to drink hot cider and just like, like, you know, toast and like bond around a, a uh a, Bond around a bonfire Or like If it's, you want to have Like a really like grisly, Gnarly Like you know Gore filled Horror Halloween Going to like The Universal Parks Like like uh, or, or not Scary Farm Or whatever They're all ve- It's like very adaptable Halloween can be Whatever you want it to be So I, I h- Trust and have faith That you know what We will As Halloween's Always adaptable Halloween can be Whatever the Halloween In your heart is And that's And that's why Halloween is going to be Like the perfect COVID holiday It will adapt It will s- survive And thrive And we'll like find new, like awesome Halloween traditions.
7: Yeah. I mean, I think that because Halloween is the scary holiday, but it's also escapism, and the world is so scary right now that people do need that escapism more than ever um, just to stay sane. Yeah. I feel like Halloween is very adaptable, and that the thing people like the most about Halloween actually is just like sitting at home and watching horror movies, which you can really do
4: starting now. Also costumes, but costumes like um, that you can kind of get away with more, maybe with a costume that people are only going to see on Zoom. It's like, you know, you don't have to have the back part done.
1: <laughs> well,
7: I wanted to ask you, Joan, actually, because you are also an amazing cosplayer,
0: uh-huh. um,
7: a casual cosplayer.
0: Yeah, casual. Yes.
7: You'd like, not like that you do it casually, but that your outfits are often like casual interpretations. Of, yes, I would say. Yes,
0: I'm I know. I love the casual label. Yes. I'm into this. I think this
4: is my fashion philosophy in general, but I want to hear like how you approach it. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen you do. I
0: believe you did a Freddy Krueger last year, like a cutie Freddy Krueger outfit. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, like a I just kind of like combined like Hot Topic had like a like a Freddy Krueger um like skater dress that i just like combined with like you know i got like the gloves and i got and i found like a like a like a it's not like the exact like freddie fedora but it was like a black one that a cute black one that matched the dress so like i just put that so like i put all those things together <laughs> it was very cute and very fun yeah um yes that's, that's yes
4: brilliant
7: i love it i was wondering if there's any cosplaying you're planning to do for this
0: halloween Oh, I, okay, so I, like, I do have this idea that I've, like, had, kind of had for a year that I didn't pull the trigger on last year, but I'm considering it on this year, is, um, I have a, um, I have, like, a, like, a jumpsuit, like, a navy jumpsuit, women's jumpsuit that I bought from, um, like, H&M a year ago. And it, like, it's a very... It looks like a very, like, kind of, like, feminized version of, like, the Michael Myers, like, jumpsuit. So I was thinking about doing, like, almost, like... I'm thinking of her as, like, kind of, like... Power like business, like business lady, Michael Myers. Where like <laughs> I'm gonna have like the jumpsuit and like maybe like you know briefcase and um and like knife. And, Michael and,
4: Myers and... at the wing, yeah, like, exactly. Girl boss, Michael Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers leaning in from the jumpsuit era, like jumpsuit yes. feminism. Yeah. Exactly,
0: jumpsuit. I love, I love that jumpsuit feminist, <laughs> Michael Myers. Um and do but do um as opposed to doing the mask, like kind of like su- uh, suggest the Mask through like makeup, like with probably like, you know, a dark, um, like a dark eye that kind of like fades into like a, like a white, like a whiter ring around them.
7: Oh, I love this. (laughs) Yes. I, because I am also a year round Halloween person. I think also in California, those of us who are into fall, it doesn't come with like the actual dread of winter that real fall comes with. Other places, um, we just like to do it year
4: round. (laughs) I think the biggest. I mean, it also doesn't have. I think the positive aspects of fall, which is that it actually cools down, which is the greatest thing about fall on the East Coast or in the Midwest, is that you're like, oh, I don't have to like use the AC anymore or whatever. That's a very big. um, That's like a wonderful body feeling. Like that's like that's the where the fall guy comes from. I think
7: when we had Kate Raft on last year to talk about fall, um, which we now this is our new yearly tradition is how. In August. Joan and yeah. Joan and Kate on for Fall Pod. I realized like how many of the fall people I know are from places that don't really have fall. Yes. And yeah. that how much of it is sort of disassociating your way through fire season.
0: Yeah. It is probably a little bit of like a like a, you know. Brainworms being like, I'm going to like, like, I'm going to make it this thing. I'm going to force it to be this thing that it's not that I like. I used to love and and have very positive associations with. But you know what? Our reality, our reality is what it's what we make it. So if, if my reality is fall, I'm going to force it to be fall.
4: <laughs> like staring at a burning hillside, being like, oh, yes, so yes. cozy,
0: so cozy. Ooh. Or sometimes
4: I'll be in Griffith Park and I'll
7: be like, ooh, look, all the leaves are brown because it's fall.
0: Yes.
6: Yes. <laughs> Well, I got a tree I got like for my birthday, I think a couple of years ago, I got one of the only trees that changes color that can grow in Los Angeles. I got like a teeny tiny one for cheap and it's a sweet gum. And they they have the same shape leaves as maples and they turn the same color. So they get like the like deep red and the orange. Mm. Um, and they drop little like pokey little seed pods that look kind of creepy. Ooh, they look kind of did like you get a Halloween
4: tree. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I wanted to um this came up cuz this was in the news. I think Molly posted this link in our either in our chat or on our doc, but um That the Halloween, because Halloween basically isn't happening this year, uh, that the candy is all going on sale extra early, um, which just reminds, it's just like the 4th of July thing with the fireworks all over again, except this time it's just sugar instead of explosives. But we're going to be dealing with this like glut of Halloween candy for like months before and months after the actual holiday um, so I, I feel like this is a little more manageable than the fireworks yes. thing, but nicer yeah. to
0: dogs too. nicer, nicer to yes. dogs. <laughs> as long as I guess you don't like, you know, give your dog the candy, but right. but <laughs> much ni- much nicer for dogs.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
8: It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
7: Well, I think for a lot of people, including me, much of the fun of the Halloween stuff is the anticipation. By mm-hmm. the time it's actually like almost October 31st, I'm often a little bit like I've had enough, um, but It's just fun to start like anticipating something, and when they start rolling the stuff out early, I get very excited.
0: Me too. Also, because I feel like um, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily have this. I. I. I I don't know that I ever get sick of fall or Halloween. But what I'll say, like, I feel like there is such like a sharp cutoff for Halloween. And like the fall, and kind of like the fall holidays in general. Like once, ho- like like once Halloween is over, like November first, it feels like sometimes even before it's like we're hauling in the ho- the the winter holiday stuff. It feels like you know even Thanksgiving, which should which should actually be like a fall holiday, has been absorbed by like the winter holidays. Like it's just like it's just kind of like mm-hmm. you know it feels like like. Honestly, the, the Thanksgiving is, has become, yes, more yeah. of like, this is like the official, like, this is the official start of Christmas. It's like, mm-hmm. you have, Sa- like, it, like, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade is all a build up to like Santa and like, you know, it's like all a build up to Black Friday and just like, you get, and like, I've, and I feel like, you know, they've, like, the, we don't get that, like, n- like, Christmas or the winter holidays gets a nice little like kind of like after the fact like after December 25th or whatever you still you get a little like grace period you're like I can still be in the holiday mood but it's like that's
4: like the worst week of the year I am I think it's like <laughs> if
0: that's I, I agree I agree and also <laughs> like if we're going to like you know great if if Christmas is going to like start or if the winter holidays are going to start encroaching on like fall then like I think it's totally within fall's right to start encroaching on summer yes I think
7: I like that everything's getting pushed back a little bit um I totally agree with Kate that um
0: fall starts the day after July 4th I agree with that yes I agree. Yeah, it should just be a sharp, the same way that like, the the same way that like, winter holidays are like a sharp, it's like a sharp cutoff, like Halloween, then we're into the winter stuff. Like, July 4th should be a super sharp cutoff. Like, we just, like, we we go, we go all in on fall. Because
7: people get excited for summer leading up to summer. But like, after July 4th, nobody really likes summer that much anymore. And then it becomes
6: August. I think it should start on August 15th. That's my hot take. Because Kids well, in L.A. kids are already back to school with the quotes Mm -hmm. because it's Zoom. So they started like I think some schools started this week. So I guess you could say like the first day of their school could start it. But August 15th, I think, sounds reasonable to me. I can't accept July 5th quite, but I can accept July 5th as the date when you start anticipating August 15th the official start of fall. I think in
4: general, like, I think it's healthy for Americans especially to broaden their definition of what fall can be in the same way you were talking about broadening our definition of what Halloween can be because I would like to see, I think we talked about this a bit with Kate, I would like to see an actual map of the world where people get fall in the classic sense that has been sold to us by Big Fall um, because I think we're talking about all fall here, like, but Big Fall is is a real concern and that is really defined What fall looks like and what fall should be, and I think that fall takes all you know, all forms. All forms, yes, yeah.
0: Fall is a fall is a mindset. Yes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Can I just ask what
7: Halloween candy is everyone looking forward to buying this year? Early, starting in August when it'll melt.
0: (sighs) I'm a big okay, like I am, I am like weirdly like a big fan of any like any candy that has like like characters or shapes like pressed upon it. Uh so like I know this year like like Hershey's is doing like a line of their little mini bars with like the with like DC characters like um <laughs> like pressed into them. Uh-huh. Um that's like just f- the f- like dumb gimmicky thing that I really get into for Halloween and I've already like I've already gotten and like consumed a bag of those. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have to say like yeah, the the I think gimmicky stuff like I've been going this past week. I've been going through just piles and piles of junk and stuff from m- my childhood, all through college, everything. And I'm realizing that the thing I liked a lot and that I continually run into are. Um, like gimmicky whatever the pop culture thing of the moment is uh, Valentine's cards. I always yes. have a ton of those. I have a bunch of like um, Herbie fully loaded Valentine's cards. Like I always pick up whatever the stupidest thing is of the year. And I feel a similar way about Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like if there's like minions halloween candy, I would get that.
0: <laughs> oh yes, I would be all over minions halloween candy and yeah. Min- minions valentines. Yeah. Um,
7: I love when they put a Reese's cup into a different shape mm, and call yeah. it something else, so I like the pumpkin Reese's shape or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I like the Reese's ghosts.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm allergic to peanuts, so sadly I've never had a Reese's, but I do like and I, I can admire those from afar.
4: Do you have a, a I would imagine peanuts and traces of peanuts are in a ton of Halloween candy. Is I it? know
0: it's. I've just like been. I've I've like dealt with it like as a kid since I was like very little. So yeah. I definitely know what to like avoid. Like they're like they will put like may have traces of peanuts on like everything just to right. like cover their ass, just right, to cover right, their asses right. in case. But like so now I know like which ones are like serious. Like M Ms like M Ms I will have a very like bad reaction to even
4: the plain ones
0: even the plain ones even the plain ones like actually get like the get that in there yeah Um, whereas like Milky Ways and and not well not Snickers Snickers obviously but Milky Ways and Three Musketeers will like say that but like they're fine so like I know I I know what to uh, what to avoid and what I can I can enjoy
7: so this is why you like Halloween because it's like a dangerous game (laughs) yes like you know
0: every like our parents always warned us about like you know their might be razors in those candies which was like kind of like bo- like you know a bullshit yeah. thing but i really had I, I really had that like danger like any yeah. one of the like one of these pieces of candy could be like a time bomb for me
4: oh my god did you have to like were you forbidden from eating anything until you got home and 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 then you could go th- your parents could go through everything <laughs> uh
0: yeah i uh i actually was and actually i've the i found out i was li- i mean i didn't find out i was too little but my to remember this but my parents found out i was allergic to peanuts. on um, on a, on a Halloween. I would like, oh, had to really? go to like, when I was like one, my, oh. my, my, uh, grandmother fed me a, like a peanut butter Halloween cookie. And like that night, my parents had to like, take me to the emergency room.
4: Oh no. Oh, no. oh my God. I,
0: it's, but <laughs> Poor
4: baby. it's uh, I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like pass that oh no on to my uh, my mom because I can't remember I don't remember it but she <laughs> remembers it very well. That's
4: fully your Halloween origin story. Yeah, right? yeah, it's that's like, sur- like your Harry Potter getting like struck on the forehead or whatever yes, by yes. Halloween. I
0: survived I survive. <laughs> I, I can truly say like I survived Halloween and I'm, I'm proud of that.
7: <laughs> that is Fantastic. the origin story for. For businesswoman Michael Myers. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect.
0: <laughs> she knew, <laughs> Let's she pitch knows pitch this
4: right now. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: She knows every Halloween could be her last Halloween. Like, you know, that's the fu- that's the thrill of Halloween. It's it's fun, but it's a little bit dangerous. And like you gotta, yeah. You've got to embrace that.
4: And big businesswoman Michael Myers is like, she's an attorney and she does like um, allergy uh, damage, like damages suits and stuff. Like, um, <laughs> like she'll take your case if your kid has a bad reaction to a. She'll recess. do that. Yes, yes. I will say
7: one of my favorite yearly Halloween traditions that you can do because it doesn't involve going indoors is going to the Michael Myers house in South Pasadena. Mm-hmm which you can just like stand in front of and take a picture. And every year there are families that go to take pictures in front of it. And I found that really amazing when I first started seeing it, because I was like, wow, these are cool, like horror parents who let their young kids see Halloween. And then the kids also love the movie Halloween. So last year I saw there was like a dad dressed as Michael Myers with his son who was also dressed as Michael Myers, like a little Michael Myers. And anytime somebody wanted to take a photo, they would both like hold their knives up at the same time. (laughs) Mm, I love that. The dad would be like, hold your knife up, son. Put your knife up for the photo.
4: I wonder if there is going to be like kind of a a bunch of innovation around Halloween activities that can be enjoyed from a car, especially in L.A. Because there's so many there's always so many good haunts and like Halloween attractions in L.A. It's kind of known for it. But if somebody if somebody can figure out the drive-through haunted house, that's yeah incredible. That is such a good idea.
0: I believe that's actually already happening. I read a oh, news really? uh, a news uh, article about. I don't think it's in L.A. I think it's like a little more east. But so, like someone is doing a like um like a drive through like zombie apocalypse so it's like you drive through it's like you are like it's, i think it's like a it's a great combination of like concept and like the right aesthetic for it it's like you're yeah. d- you're like trying to escape like your zombie infested totally. town
4: and like what could be more appropriate right now yeah i to exactly. say <laughs>
7: Like, I know some people might think like things are so scary. Like, why would we need to do things that are also, you know, fake scary? But I do think it could be really cathartic to just like scream it out a little bit this year.
6: Yeah. You know what they should do? They should remake drive-through car washes into drive-through haunted houses cuz there's one at like Fletcher and Riverside, um just a little bit east of Hollywood. And if they slowed it down and then instead of the suds it was blood.
0: Oh, I <laughs> this love is a really that.
6: this is a good idea, right? Yeah, I'd yeah. uh, work on this.
0: Keep the like keep the the um keep the car wash angle, like just make it like a like a haunted <laughs> yeah. like you know, call it like I don't know, like scar scar wash or something. <laughs>
5: um
0: which sounds like a doctor cleaning your scar
4: yeah just dye the soap red it would still probably work as soap and it would look yeah. like you're getting like a carry and the shower. guys that like
6: squeegee you could be dressed up and they could just like hit your yeah. right Th- things could go wrong I'm yeah. seeing the potential for things no, going wrong no I love wrong. this idea you know
4: I, I mean, mean the brilliant thing about the drive through haunt would be that you could do like full contact or whatever but you're in your car so it doesn't matter so you can have like the zombie guy get on your windshield so long as he doesn't like do damage to your car or whatever yes uh, exactly. Exactly. which would be yeah it would be very thrilling without you the could, whole thing of like oh god somebody's touching me
0: <laughs> you could even like you could like get like a sticker for your windshield at the start to be like this is the level of contact I want my yes. car to have
4: <laughs> <laughs> and you can honk if phrase your safe word like yes. Yes. honk
6: honk I think the cars, like with a drive through car wash, as I'm thinking as I'm creating my business plan right now, I think one of the things that scares me about a drive through haunted house is like the autonomy of the driver being scared and then potentially injuring someone with the car. So I think it's really important that the cars are on that track. Yeah. In neutral. In neutral.
0: Agreed.
6: Yeah. Then if you get terrified, there's nothing can go wrong. And I think that the stick. I, I'm. I'm so into this. Like I'm not even joking. This is finally got me <laughs> excited. It. Let's yeah. make this
4: happen. We, Sharks. Time to take. In. Yeah. Like you, just, I
6: think like this is I think
0: this is like good. Like you, you like embraced the you embraced fall and like you came to a place you found your fall, which I, I found I'm my fall. very yeah. happy for you.
6: Thank you, Joan. You did it. We I did. Love it. This. We Thank together. you, businesswoman Michael Myers.
4: Also, <laughs>
6: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah.
7: Because I had been thinking like all they would have, to, you know, to the scariest thing would just be to like open Knott's Berry Farm this year, you know.
3: Oh, oh so. yeah.
0: Uh, as much as I love those, uh, places and as sad as I am, cause I've started doing the thing where I, I like do, I do like the, the haunts like on and off. Like I'll do a year of going to the haunts and then a year of not going. And this was supposed to be my year going. And Aww. I'm so sad that it's off, that it's off. But I mean, yes, they are just like, that is just like you being like crammed into like a very tight hallway with like hundreds of people.
4: Yeah they already were such a probably a disease vector anyway Yes. just like yeah doubly so
7: not this time um well before we wrap it up i wanted to ask are there any like movies that you watch every year any like traditions that you have
0: uh i okay so i'll put out two that i always that i you always watch because i think they like both encompass like the both sides of Kind of fall um, for the more like kind of like witchy like harvesty side of fall. Um, I will always I will I will watch a um, uh, uh, Practical Magic. I think Practical Magic is like pure is like pure like fall movie. I love it. So I really love Practical Magic. Um, and then for like the like a uh, more like. Halloweeny, but still like fun horror. I really like, and I I like I, I'm drawn back to it more than any of the other like Kevin Williamson like uh, horror movies of that like late '90s, early 2000s generation. Even more than Scream, I'll always watch The Faculty. I think The Faculty oh is. Is also a great fall movie, not just because it combines like you know horse, like you know the horror side of like Halloween um, or, or fall, but it's also got like a very real like going back to school vibe. Yeah, it's a like, back in,
4: to school movie. It's a back to school movie <laughs> and a
0: Halloween movie, so you like can't do better. Um yeah. So yeah, those are my two. You, those are my two like. I don't know if they're like my like you know top picks but there was there's was always the ones that I come back to every fall
7: I watched Jurassic Park last night which I felt like was a great summer into fall transitional horror movie I love that oh that movie feels
4: so straight up summer to me just all the tropicalia yeah but it's the end
6: of summer <laughs> <Is it>? <laughs> okay <laughs> I have one last question for Joan too so Joan on fall talk um didn't you just recently have a big chill sweater bracket
0: yes we uh, actually we uh, changed it uh, to uh, we're, I still want to do the big ch- this, the big chill one but we just made it um, like generic like uh, generic or not generic but we did like, sweat, like the top sweaters from all of uh, cinema so I think I might we're going to do that and then we'll do the big chill one and then those two and then like I'll have those two sweaters face off this
6: is amazing <laughs> I feel like our listeners will really will appreciate yeah. this as we do so stay tuned for the The sweater bracket. Yeah. Yes.
0: In case you're wondering, uh, what what the this the the what did I call it? It was the 2000 the 2020 sweater 16 cinematic sweater bracket, and the winner was uh, Fivel's tunic. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a great one. That's a good yeah. It may not be the first sweater you think of, but it's like, it's a good sweater. It looks very cozy. No, totally. Totally. I watched
7: Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. I guess it's called The Secret of Nim, the movie. And she has like a little cape cloak. And I was like, oh, that's where this desire to have a cloak that I've had my whole life came from.
0: Don Bluth knew. Oh, and Anastasia too. Don Bluth like knew how to like give us like cozy fall wear. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I love Don Bluth. I love Don Bluth, Yes. Joan, you and Kate are premiering Fall Talk um, next Saturday?
0: Yes, at the Austin Sketch Fest.
7: Which will be online. Yes. Um, and where can people find that?
0: You can find it at uh, twitch.tv slash coldtowntv. That's spelled C-O-L-D-T-O-W-N-E-T-V. Um, and yeah, we are going up uh, Saturday, August 22nd at 8 p.m. Central time. Um, and it's going to be, yeah. The And and I think the whole like festival is free to watch on Twitch. There's like a, ve- like the la- lineup is amazing. Jamie Loftus is there. Uh, like there's just like a lot of very cool, wonderful people. And like, we're very excited to be a part of it. Cool.
7: Yeah. I saw Jamie's doing a girl boss, girl, whom is boss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> quarantine special, which seems excellent yes new material um,
0: very excited is what I hear cool.
7: and everybody can find Joan the queen of fall and uh, her assistant Kate who will be playing uh pumpkin spice latte
0: yes <laughs> uh, yeah that's at. you can find us at twitch.tv slash Joan Haley Ford uh, and fall talk is every Uh, Every second and fourth Thursday of the month at 6 p.m. Awesome.
7: And you guys have a comedy duo called Red and Yellow, which are, of
0: course, two of the most
7: fall colors.
0: Absolutely, yes. wasn't even intentional we weren't thinking about it when we named it that and and it was like oh it just of course that's where our brains went
7: <laughs> you're like we have to take those colors back from m&ms
0: absolutely yes the poison <laughs> the poison candy
7: <laughs> well joan thank you so much for joining us thank and you thank you
0: for having me this is a lot of fun
7: yeah what a wonderful start of fall which mm-hmm. starts now <laughs> happy fall and happy
0: Halloween.
4: Happy for Halloween to you, you too. Yes. Happy fall. Happy Halloween. Bye guys. Bye. And thank you so much for listening to Night Call. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at Night Call Pod and Instagram and Facebook at Night Call Podcast. You can also support our Patreon if you want more bonus episodes, our monthly newsletter, mixtapes, all sorts of fun stuff. We are at patreon.com slash We will be back next week. Take care, y'all. Have a good one.